A trainer man injured in a Carver semi-collision near Trainer Tuesday morning. Ben and Blake with KSOM, KS95 News. The Pottawatomie County Sheriff's Office says at approximately 7.02 a.m., deputies and trainer fire and rescue were dispatched to the intersection of Highway 92 and 290th Street. Upon arrival, first responders found a 2006 Saturn Ion operated by 24-year-old Zachary Dickerson of Trainer had struck a 2004 Wilson cattle trailer operated by 68-year-old Danny Schneppel of Trainer that had become disabled in the roadway. Dickerson was extricated by Trainer Fire and transported to Nebraska Medicine Trauma Center with life-threatening injuries. Schneppel was not injured. The Pottawatomie County Sheriff's Office was assisted by the Iowa State Patrol and the Iowa Department of Motor Vehicle Enforcement. The collision is under investigation by the Pottawatomie County Sheriff's Office Technical Collision Investigation Unit. The Cass County Sheriff's Office reporting several arrests over the last week and a half, including 32-year-old Joshua Beadle of Council Bluffs for OWI second offense, 29-year-old Tara Holmes of Atlantic charged with OWI first offense, 25-year-old Andrew Malloy of Audubon on active warrants, 43-year-old Nicholas Paulson of Atlantic on several narcotics-related warrants, 44-year-old Justin Eblen of Cumberland for violation of a no-contact order. Also 37-year-old Daniel Jensen of Atlantic on a warrant for simple assault. 40-year-old Sam Farley of Des Moines on a warrant for failure to appear. And 22-year-old Skyann Christensen of Atlantic on narcotics-related warrants. After serving in various roles for Pottawatomie County for over four decades, Lynn Groby will retire on January 3rd. A Hancock native, Groby graduated from Oakland High School in 1961, then earned a bachelor's degree in business from the University of Nebraska-Omaha. He served three years in the United States Army before returning home to assist his dad on the family farm. He and his wife, Carolyn, still reside on the farm south of Hancock, with help from his son, Preston, farming continues to be a family passion. Groby's contributions to Pottawatomie County are vast and include his time as county supervisor from 2009 until his retirement. He's one of the founding members of Iowa West, serving in varying capacities since 1984. Other organizations include the Hancock United Methodist Church, Hancock American Legion, Western Iowa Development Association, Golden Hills, Southwest Iowa Planning Council, and others. On Tuesday, Pottawatomie County will swear in new county supervisor Jeff Jorgensen, as well as Susan Miller, and re-elect Scott Belt. They'll join Brian Shea and Tim Wichman on the Pottawatomie County Board of Supervisors. The Adair County Board of Supervisors this morning approved additional funding for a geothermal system for the Historical Society. In November, John Scarlett with the Historical Society spoke to the board about additional funding because with inflation, the cost was likely to be higher. At that time, the supervisors elected to stick with the original contribution of $45,000 and said they could revisit the situation if necessary. Today, Scarlett presented two bills totaling $12,272.65. The supervisors agreed to take care of those bills and will provide $6,800 in ARPA funding. Meanwhile, Scarlett said everything is up and running. In other news, at Air County Auditor Mandy Berg reported on the post-election audit report for the City of Fontenelle special election. She said the hand count came back exactly like what the election night machines had. 
it kind of difficult because we had to go through each and every can all six candidates mm -hmm. and count how many votes each one had, how many write-ins, how many undervotes, how many overvotes. It was just kind of a long, longer process because of how many candidates and how many seats that needed filled. Yeah. So it was a different audit Outgoing Supervisor Steve Shelley was recognized this morning for his years of service. And Audubon County has the Compensation Board having met this morning, or on Tuesday morning, I should say. Supervisor's Chairman Doug Sorensen says last year they came up with a formula which has been effective. Yeah, did a farewell to Gary and, and enjoyed some double that basically is an average of the counties around us. Uh, what their compensation was last year and plus they use a five counties of, of similar population to Auburn County the five counties that are most similar tend to be the smallest counties in the state and uh, then just take kind of an average of those two numbers and then see where we uh, how we compare um, and then they applied an inflation factor or an adjustment or a cost of living increase to that. And the cost of living was the biggest factor increase in those numbers this year. Kind of got us a little bit more in line with surrounding counties with not really catching up with them because everybody is higher population than we are, but it kind of gives us, we were kind of lagging in salaries and it kind of helped us get caught up. Um, this year they applied the same formula and then the adjustments salaries are, are actually fairly minimal with the exception of the sheriff. The cost of living increase was 8.7%. Montgomery County Board of Supervisors on Tuesday opened the sealed bids for fuel. Two bids were received in the bid from Eric Anderson of Stanton in the amount of $1,128.75 was approved. The supervisors also received a secondary roads report from Barry Byers, assistant to the county engineer. We received notice from Axney's office last week mm -hmm. that the bill with the funding for the Beeson Bridge had been been approved by the Senate and was waiting for signatures. We're going to move Barry, forward that, on that. Is that going to be need additional funding along with that for what cost, or will we? Uh, we were able to apply for eighty percent, so roughly two million dollars right now with the way things have gone with inflation we're looking at about three million dollars yeah. last week representative cindy axney announced that 23 million seven hundred seventy thousand five hundred twenty two dollars will go towards 15 community projects in iowa's third congressional district included in that in the government spending bill was a two million dollars of the replacing the bridge on 250th Street between Evergreen Avenue and G Avenue in Montgomery County. A year of rising interest rates is affecting Iowa home sales. The Iowa Association of Realtors says last month's home sales were down about 30% compared to November of 2021. They say year-to-date sales are down about 9%. The association also says sales prices were essentially flat in November of this year at $191,000 compared to $192,000 in November of 21. Realtors say Iowa may be reversing a years-long low inventory trend with a steadily increasing number of homes for sale. More news on our website, westerniowatoday.com. Stick around for news from ABC.